listening to Gleanings, the monthly newsletter from Strategies at Work, podcast edition, April 1st, 2018. Upcoming events. The Strategic Life Alignment Seminar. Struggling to find meaning, purpose, and satisfaction in life? The Strategic Life Alignment Seminar will equip you with tools for discerning your divinely ordained life purpose. The seminar began in January, but it is not too late to register. For information or to purchase a recording of this training, please visit StrategiesWork.com. The Strategic Life Alignment Alumni Event The 2018 Alumni Event will be held on July 20th through 21st, 2018. The topic will be Your Plan and God's Plan. For information or recordings of all seven alumni events, please visit StrategiesWork.com. The Seminar Building Equally Yoked Leadership Teams. This training will be held on April 27, 2018. Please register at StrategiesWork.com. These are challenging economic times. There is much fear in the world. Now more than ever, people need to understand the power of building their lives on Christ. Only faith in Christ can provide sustained victory over fear. If you need help learning how to walk with Christ, Strategies at Work has consultants in various parts of the world. Please see the website strategieswork.com for contact information. And now, Dr. Chester brings us the message titled, Loneliness. This past month, another mass terror event occurred. A young man, Mark Condit, from a seemingly religious family and raised in a conservative area of the United States, executed a destructive bombing campaign. He was able to conduct his nefarious activities undetected for several weeks, even though he lived close to his family and had two roommates. Mark Condit was called a loner. Nicholas Cruz, the Florida high school shooter, and Stephen Paddock, the Las Vegas shooter, were also called loners. According to one writer, loneliness has negative emotional, mental, and physical consequences. He wrote, Science actually reveals that humans need close relationships, meaningful touch, and loving emotional support in order to thrive physically. If this research is correct, all three men lacked close physical relationships, even though none of them lived alone. This implies that physical proximity to people is not enough. Humans need emotional and spiritual companionship, relationships that invite and encourage the sharing of deep feelings and thoughts. One might call these heart-to-heart relationships. But being alone is not necessarily a bad practice. Jesus often sought to be alone in desolate places to pray. But Jesus clearly had a proper motive. He was seeking communion with his heavenly Father. The problem with Mark, Nicholas, and Stephen was they did not have proper motives. Therefore, their loneliness did not lead to fellowship with God, but to malicious thoughts and actions. Some might argue that the solution to loneliness is success. The pedestrian metrics of success are wealth, influence, and power, but these cannot solve the problem of human loneliness. Consider, for example, the redoubtable merchant banker John Pierpoint Morgan, who lived from 1837 to 1913. He was well known and had many friends and associates, including business and political leaders worldwide. He was very successful based on the conventional metrics, 
and regularly enjoyed the physical presence of some of the most respected people of his day. But note some of his contemporaries' comments about him. One man said, He was a lonely man, carrying around a vast despair that he couldn't share with anyone. His unhappy marriage probably plunged him deeper into business while also denying him the pleasures of his triumphs. Another said, He was very well and jolly by bits, but sometimes I see he feels as lonely as I do, and he looks as glum as if he hadn't a friend in the world. And another one said, Pierpoint was a lonely man, and fame probably only deepened his isolation. His first biographer, Carl Hovey, wrote, It is said that there are scarcely 50 men in the financial district who have a speaking acquaintance with Morgan. Pierpont had a wide business acquaintance, but few associates knew him well. Pierpont was married twice and had a family by his second wife. He worked with political, business, and church leaders. He was a civic and social leader and a prominent leader in his church. He was the senior leader of a rapidly growing financial services company with many partners and associates and scores of employees. His company conducted business globally with offices in multiple cities and countries. He had four children and an extended family. To describe as lonely a famous, a powerful, influential, wealthy family man such as Pierpoint suggests that loneliness is a trait that is far more than just a physical attribute. It is deeply spiritual. Loneliness cannot be solved by common metrics of success, fame, fortune, and influence, or by simply the physical presence of others. To address loneliness requires an internal connection with others heart to heart. Loneliness is a symptom of a deep yearning to spiritually and emotionally share one's most intimate thoughts and feelings with another. Pierpoint had an abundance of success and companions in the physical realm, but he lacked spiritual heart-to-heart relationships. Pierpont, however, had one relationship that may have been heart-to-heart. At age 24, he married Amelia Sturgis, affectionately known as Mimi, a young woman who was terminally ill with tuberculosis. She died four months after the wedding, but Pierpoint sacrificially served her through the duration of their short marriage and was deeply grieved by her passing. There was perhaps no other relationship in his life that was as deep and in the end as painful. One of Pierpoint's biographers noted the following, The experience with Mimi may have taught Pierpoint the wrong lessons, a fear of his best impulses, a need to stifle his deep-seated romanticism. Perhaps Pierpoint's pain drove him to hold back relationally bonding with others and contributed to a life of loneliness. Four years after Mimi's death, he married Frances Fanny Louisa Tracy. He did not seem to be as devoted to Fanny as he was to Mimi. Fanny bore him four children, but Pierpont manifested an unbridled, impulsive addiction, not as harmful as physically maiming or murdering others, but relationally destructive. Instead of physical harm, he inflicted emotional and mental harm, as illustrated by the following quote. It was Mimi whose memory Pierpont could cherish and would cherish the most. While the practical marriage to Fanny would prove the fiasco, causing terrible pain to both of them, Pierpont's unrequited romantic longings would only grow over the years. Apparently, the pain of losing Mimi was debilitating to Pierpont and tarnished his marriage to Fanny. 
This unhealed pain manifested in many ways, including fascination with the occult and marital infidelity. This led Pierpont to poorly steward his time, mental focus, and capital. Consequently, both his family and business suffered. Though the symptoms of loneliness manifested by the recent mass murderers were different from Pierpont's, both were destructive. And both had a common root, living life without genuine heart-to-heart relationships. Some might argue that the shooters were on the fringe of society, misfits and losers, while Pierpont was a model citizen in many ways, a church leader, civic leader, social leader, business leader, and political leader. But he lacked heart-to-heart relationships as well. Loneliness is a symptom of a spiritual void. Heart-to-heart relationships can only happen based on Christ, that is, relating to others in accordance with God's design. To relate to others based on God's design requires a Christian worldview of people and events, which provides the perspective and potency to connect to healthy heart-to-heart relationships. God's design for people is to live interdependently. This is an innate need of all humans. Note the words of Scripture recorded of the first human beings in Genesis chapter 2, verse 18. Then God said, It is not good that man should be alone. I will make him a helper fit for him. The quality of goodness is a divine attribute. To say that something is good means that it aligns with God. And conversely, something that is not good does not align with God. Therefore, from the beginning, mankind was designed not to live alone, but to live interdependently. This requires healthy families and communities marked in part by healthy interdependent heart-to-heart relationships. The book of Proverbs stresses the importance of healthy interdependent relationships with this directive from Proverbs 24 verses 5 and 6. A wise man is full of strength, and a man of knowledge enhances his might, for by it wise guidance you can wage your war, and in abundance of counsel there is wisdom, there is victory. Recently I heard a Bible teacher note that the text above doesn't just refer to any counsel, but to wise counsel. Counsel aligned with the wisdom reflected in the book of Proverbs, and indeed the wisdom reflected in all of Scripture. This wisdom comes only from a Christian worldview. One indicator that a person is disconnected from a Christian worldview is loneliness. Living independently without heart-to-heart relationships. Living an independent life will be an unfruitful life. A life of emotional, mental, and physical death and destruction. Whether one is seemingly deranged or seemingly highly successful, independence is a lonely life and an unfruitful life. Christians are called to live fruitful lives, to bear fruit that pleases the Lord. Note the words of Jesus in John 15, verse 8. By this my Father is glorified, that you bear much fruit, and so prove to be my disciples. Bearing fruit that pleases the Lord does not make a person a disciple. Rather, it reveals that a person is a disciple. A true disciple is divinely empowered and has the personal responsibility to bear good fruit. True Christians bear good fruit, in part by living in healthy, interdependent communities, that is, with people seeking to live aligned with the will and ways of God. This doesn't mean that people can't have alone time. Jesus modeled the proper use of alone time as a means of seeking the Lord. But as a maxim, life should be lived in the context of healthy communities. 
Godly people seek to live in healthy interdependent relationships with others who will challenge them and hold them accountable to a life aligned with the will and ways of God. This is a high standard, but it is God's standard and it is the only way to truly defeat a life of loneliness.